Hello, hello. This is Ali Tadlawi, and welcome to another audio blog post from Talk To Me About Food. A handful of food scientists are stepping up their game to find an elusive, natural, blue food coloring. Blue spirulina is the main source of natural blue, but it's not ideal. Extracting it from this algae is tedious and therefore expensive, and the pigment is a paler hue of blue than tried-and-true artificial blue food coloring, FD&C Blue Number 1. According to an article I read last week in Food Ingredients First, there's a new natural pigment chemically derived from red cabbage that is a more brilliant blue. Researchers at UC Davis combed the enzyme universe to find one that catalyzes the anthocyanin, or naturally red-purple dye, in cabbage. The end result, this blue, appears to be good for sweet stuff like frosting or icing, ice cream, and candy. The pursuit of a naturally derived brilliant blue food coloring would seem to be something of a lark, in a way, if you think about the very limited expectations we have for blue food, or drink for that matter. Apart from those experimenting on the fringes, folks who work blue spirulina into their smoothies or salads, and they're more likely, by the way, to buy green spirulina than blue from what I've heard in recent focus groups, the vast majority of us can only come up with blueberries if asked to name a blue food. I've had grapes, big delicious musky grapes, with a blueberry hue. I can't think of much beyond that. Certainly nothing to pair with the rest of the spectrum of blue chips at a paint store. As for concocted blue food, there's not much of that either. There's blue fondant or icing for artsy cakes and other baked goods. There's cotton candy ice cream and popsicles. A few shades of Gatorade and Powerade. A cool flavor of cough drops. And there's candy we expect to find in a rainbow of colors, not just blue, but there's blue jelly beans and blue Skittles, for example. Then again, I'm not sure how loud was the clamoring for a blue M&M before Mars launched it with a lot of fanfare back in 1995. Recall they asked us to vote on the next color. A small handful of us might appreciate it if they color the blue M&M with this new natural dye. This isn't the linchpin of the drive towards clean food labeling, though. Pursuit of natural blue coloring does make me wonder why the natural world itself doesn't create blue food. I mean, blue is a primary color, and there is so much around us that registers blue to the human eye. Some call Earth the blue planet. Each ocean and sea shines its own shade of blue. The sky, all the way to Michelangelo's painted heavens, is filled with blue, and in some parts of the globe, more than 300 days of the year. The blood in our veins runs blue. Oh, and one in ten of us has blue eyes to begin with. According to most surveys, blue is our favorite color. Blue anchors the American flag, as well as the Union Jack and that of the United Nations. Who can say why blue is treasured in this way? Is it because it's so common, so familiar? Blue is rare in food, but that doesn't mean it's precious. I'm not sure that we miss not having blue foods and drinks. 
I'm working on a podcast story about gastrophysics. Think of a melding of gastronomy and psychophysics. Gastrophysics is the scientific study of those factors that influence our multi-sensory experience while tasting food and drink. It's fascinating stuff. Research shows how different colors impact our appreciation of food and the eating experience in different ways. Red food is associated with sweetness, and our brains crave carbs. But putting food on a red background, like a dish, actually curbs your appetite. Yellow cues happiness, while serving food on a blue dish will make the food seem to taste better overall. So that's it. Let's not worry about fabricating blue food, either through genetics or natural food coloring. Just get yourself a set of blue bowls, plates, and serving dishes if you want to harness the power of blue.